This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to The Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today I've got the privilege to interview Tiffany. How many people have one name? I mean, if you just say one name, like if you just say Brett... Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I, well, it, you know, I was just Tiffany because I was singing at nine. Tiffany Renee was my middle name. That's what we were using at the time. But then it got to when I got my record deal at 14, they were like, well, we need a last name. And I had two fathers. I had a stepdad and a real dad. And I couldn't decide between the two of them. Uh. So I was like, what's just wrong with Tiffany? <laughs> and it, it went for it. So that's how it happened. And it worked. It worked. It worked. So, well, you are uh, awesome. So, uh, you know, I grew up listening to your music and a uh, big fan. And so it's pretty cool to get to interview you. I would be, uh, I, I got to do it, you know, justice here that we got introduced from Tom Vrim, Tom Vrim, buddy from high school, from Mattoon, yes. Illinois. You are connected to Tom. I see him sneaking in the background there. He's, He's running through. There he, the background. there he is. All of our Mattoon folks. <laughs> know Tom. House. He's a fellow foodie as well. So the we have music foodie. and food That's in right. common. Right. So I've been cooking up a storm in his lovely kitchen. Um, and we're working on a few things, a little cookbook. So stay tuned to that, tiffanytunes.com. Awesome. And uh, so lots of things behind the scene that I've been kind of, you know, working on for a while that I've wanted to do, but I'm always on the road. And now it's kind of like, yeah. so it's all these other passions of mine are coming out. So That's I'm glad to be cool. working and doing a lot of different things in food, foodie world with Tom. The, the silver lining of this COVID stuff. It's crazy, isn't it? Yes, I know. It's like a little crazy, but we do have to find a silver lining. That's right. So that's why it's really important, you know, to keep music going and uh, keep positive as much as possible. I know that, you know, a lot of people are, you know, even my own family, we talk all the time. There's depression, there's anxiety, yeah. there's all of it going on. So it is real. So, you know, be kind if you can, be patient, extra patient right. if you can. It's sometimes hot. I know a lot of different, my friends at my, uh, in Cali right now in California. So, and they're really miserable because it's yeah. so hot. But I'm like, but you're in California. It's fine. Right. Get in the pool, you know? Yeah. So I, pool, I'm like, beach. you know, everybody's kind of getting a little edgy as, you know, COVID continues yep. to go on. But, you know, there's some good things coming. Some great friendships are being made and different passions, like I said, and thinking outside the box. And now live social distance concerts yeah. are, you know, being approved. And we're working with a lot of the mayors and town officials and things like that to That's move awesome. forward to give people, you know, a break a little bit. Uh, so we can still have some happiness, some music, and so many people are supportive of it. It just yeah. has to be done right. That's right. Smaller crowds. Um, but I think with that, you know, we'll stay in the game. 
They even had a little parking lot party. I know in Indianapolis, Nashville, and St. Louis, Brad Paisley played here in St. Louis in the parking lot. And I don't know how many people were there, but I guess that went over pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like picnic, you know, um, things going on where everybody brings their own pick. And that's kind of like what we're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, again, all outside. Everything has yeah. to be outside. But it's still beautiful weather. So we probably that's should right. enjoy it. <laughs> Do it while we can. That's right. So so maybe walk us back. You know, you said you started singing, uh, I think, probably your live gigs at nine years old, which is right. obviously very young. But kind of what, what made Tiffany the person you are today? What, what would you say if you look back on your life made you do that? Oh, uh, well, uh, you know, um, I think combination of family um, experience. I mean, I've been doing this, you know, singing professionally since I was nine. So the country music was my first, you know, ground and, and kind of um, foundation. That's what was played in my household. So that's when I started yeah. to learn to sing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then coming to Nashville when I was 10 and working with a lot of people and had this big voice, but uh, people were like, you're 10, there's nothing for you to sing. <laughs> right. So come back when you're 18, 19. And by then I was already bitten by the bug and wanting to do things. And my my parents were like, you sing all the time. Let's make, try to make something work. So we went back to LA and I did acting. I did modeling. I did dancing. I did all of it. Uh, Cause that's kind of what you do as an LA girl, sure. kind of, you know, pounding the pavement, especially. And uh, what really stuck and you know, what my main passion was, was singing. And that's what kind of came down again, the pipeline through working with different studios, just doing demos at the time yep. uh, and learning to write songs, but not really, I was still kind of shy. So I was writing things, but not showing anybody yeah. uh, and surrounded by great musicians and being inspired by that, uh, like Luther Vandross and Hoyt Axton and on and on, and Mickey Gilly, Johnny Lee, uh, wow. you know, George Jones, all these different people that were in my life early on that, you know, I mean, I watched their careers, I watched their work ethic, yeah. and I was, again, bitten by the bug. So I stayed in the game, and that led me to getting my record deal when I was 14, and I haven't really stopped since. I've been, you know, I'm known for pop music, obviously, and I love it. I love being part of 80s. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and I think we're alone now. I never get tired singing it. So I've just reworked it for me to keep me interested. But it's right. such a great song. I mean, you can do it acoustically. You can do it rock. You can do it ska. Right. I've done it all. And it still hangs. So I love it. Um, but Are you going to be able to convince me, Tom to grab a guitar and you sing in a little bit? Or is that not going to Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. If he's <laughs> well, maybe. He's, we know. won't make you do he's that like, unless okay. you want to. <laughs> and tag. Guitar. Uh, exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, you'll play a little bit. We were just rehearsing last night. So that was fun. Um, cool. And then with that, you know, I've kind of wanted to grow as an artist and grow as a musician and as a producer and as a songwriter and all these different things yeah. that are kind of natural. Um, but wasn't really nurtured when I was a kid, really, I kind of had to find my way and found some great people that, you know, are kind of bringing even more of that out of me now, yeah. um, which leads to my new album pieces in me the new vinyl out currently. So again, tiffanytunes.com, all things Tiff World there. Lots of cool merch. We've yeah. got like children behave shirts now and mugs and all kinds of I it's funny because now it's like I sing children behave and I'm thinking let's not really behave actually we're grown adults. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> let's have some fun. Let's so you know it's kind of a right. weak link a little bit. But I do I'm I'm up in the mornings now and I do all my zooms and I do all my emails and it's so funny because I'm drinking out of this children behave mug. <laughs> and I'm like that's such a popular saying and right. it's so perfect for me. Um, but I've really, you know, I mean, I've grown into this song. I love that it's making its way on different TV shows and different car ads. And it's just yeah. amazing where the life of the song goes. So, it's amazing. you know, I mean, I, we're having fun with it. 
That's awesome. So you, you made a comment earlier about staying in the game. I mean, I think whether that's the, you know, a boardroom or the business room, like where I'm at, right? If you're on stage where you're at, I mean, how much of it is just staying in the game? Like how many careers, right? Haven't happened because people just choose to not stay in the game and not, and they just give up, right? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, it's hard, you know, you have totally. to kind of, you know, you have those years that it's quiet, you have to grow, you have to be patient, which, you know, I'm yep. not really great at that sometimes. Oh, you can get marked too. So, um, so then, you know, with that said, it's, I think for me, there was a lot of times that I stayed home and I was a mom and, you know, and just kind of did my thing. And I love that. Don't get me wrong. And those years I treasure, but I kind of was wondering what's going to go on with my career. How can I grow? You know, what's the next phone call? Who do I go back to LA? Cause I was living in Nashville, all these different things that you kind of, when it's not flowing, you kind of go, am I doing the right, wrong? Right. Yeah, you know, you're a little jittery as an artist. Um, but I think, you know, for me now, looking back, I don't really sweat those things now. I, I'm a workaholic to some degree. Yep. Um, I would, my boyfriend probably would say that. <laughs> I got, got busted for being on the phone the other day. Right. But I'm like, hey, man, I'm working on our music. So he's my producer as well. I think he's going to awesome. play for us. But um, with that said, it's like, you know, I think that things just happen now. There's timing for everything. I'm much a better artist now because I took that time. When I didn't think I was growing, you were growing in other ways. And so, you know, I kind of don't rush anything as much as like now it's weird being in COVID because we're like, well, I need an answer now, which is ridiculous because there's no answers right now. But, you know, I think everybody, again, you're learning to work yourself business-wise, even as an artist now, think outside the box. But that was those times when I wasn't doing much with my career that I got to learn that about myself. And now, I mean, people don't know that I'm like, you know, again, I'm a businesswoman. I've got a Radical Reds clothing line now online. And uh, Let's Food with Tiffany, which I am a foodie as well, like Tom. And um, so my food club now, you know, I, again, these are all things that I've been doing on the road behind the scenes. I've been cooking for the band. I've been doing all that stuff. And we were going to push go on them. But music, you know, when you're on a tour and now especially bringing the rock music to everybody, they're like, Tiffany does rock? What? Right. But I mean, you got to see the show firstly, and they got to hear the music. It is something that's been ingrained in me for a long time. Um, my favorite singer, Stevie Nicks and, you know, Pat Benatar. So I've always represented old school yep. rock and roll, hair bands, you know, metal, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, I love it all. I mean, really, I'm, again, proud to be a part of the 80s. So I've been influenced by a lot. But that's kind of like, you know, where I stay and what I listen to. And it's great to now know a lot of these people, get great reviews on my music, jam with them, uh, like places like NAMM and Ultimate Jam Night, my LA family. Um, It's like, it's a trip because I'm like, I've been wanting this for a long time and you guys are so (laughs) cool and great musicians really and great people you know again people come full circle they've learned a lot about themselves and now i think it's just really nice to have a family of friends that get the madness in what i do you know i'm i am a pop star i'm a was famous as a teenager you know i'm a little wacky (laughs) being in the music industry for 30 years it's not the norm you know I, i think i keep myself grounded and there's again those years that i just kind of went and did real things i call them real things but i was always in the music industry and yeah on the back burner, but still our life is not the normal nine to five, you know, like I've got girlfriends that are going, that go, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I, you know, you're, there's only one Tiffany, but I am so glad I'm not you. (laughs) I couldn't do what you do. What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's every day is a little different, especially working the business side of things. Yeah. 
as you know, it's like, it's not just the music. So I had to grow up with that and, and learned that a little bit. I'm still learning that, but um, I'm proud to say 30 years of career and things are getting better. The music is great um, and it's really turning heads. So that's yeah. kind of, you know, as a redhead, I like to cause a little something. something. <laughs> that's, so, right. Right. that's right. <laughs> so here's some stats. I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, you know, we'll talk about, you know, Pieces of Me, your new album, but you know, 1982, you started, you, you toured with Jerry Lee Lewis and George Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge names. 1984, I didn't know this. You got second in Star Search with Ed McMahon. Uh, you set a record for the youngest female artist to top the Billboard Hot 100 list. I mean, that that's incredible, right? I, know. You, uh, I saw him standing there, was on the list um, you, also, as well. Then in 1988, the new kids on the block, you went on the tour. I mean, you've had an amazing journey and now you're still doing it, you talk about. Do you ever just pinch yourself and think about like, like really, like I'm just this girl from California, and what did my life? What just happened? Um. Well, yeah, I do. I mean, I, you know, there's days that I wake up and I'm just like really proud. I guess yeah. would be the word that I have a base to work off of. And as you're talking to people and they're doing something like you just did, yeah. did you know? But and yeah. all, I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I did. that was me. But, you yeah. know, you don't really think about yourself that way in the morning. Sure. I still wake up in the morning and I'm like, I want to do this. I have like this long list of things I want to prove and do still so i stay in the moment a little bit but it's nice yes they i will get little gems you gotta you know kind of like accept them i I think for a long time i was like oh yeah you know but now i kind of go yeah that is me that's kind of cool i get really goofy right now with my food which is kind of goofy because it's a new passion again um when i see little kids singing i think we're alone now i get kind of you know it's just a song and stuff and they're jumping around and they're just and it's such a, a fun song that I just love it for some reason. So, yeah, I think those are the days that it's like really good to be Tiffany. You know, you would think it would be like, you know, when you're decked out in a limo and Prada or something like that. But sure. something always goes wrong those days. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I got to think when you're, you know, you got Madison Square Garden, you know, filled and people are screaming and they're singing your songs. Like my son, one of them, I have four boys. One of them asked me the other day, if you could do anything besides – I'm in wealth management, right? Any side, anything besides wealth management, what would you do? Would you be an athlete? Would, I'm like, I think I would be like a, a singer where I could literally control. Like, I love it when you're playing the guitar, you stop and then you hear the whole crowd singing your music. Like, walk me through that, our listeners through that. What's that like? I mean, I cannot even imagine. Right. Well, I, well yeah, geez. Um, it's, I don't know, it's the norm to me. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. That's because all you ever know is nine years old, boring, right? But it's like, it's like, you don't get, I, I don't get tired of it. But it's just the norm, you know? It's yeah. like, okay, well, this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna get to my gig and this is what I'm gonna wear and this is what I'm gonna sing. And I'm excited about it too, if that makes sense. It's like totally. going to a birthday party. I'm like, okay, that's what's gonna happen. So there's all ex- the expectation. Sure. You know, it's interesting because you don't really expect a crowd to act a certain way. Every crowd is a little different. Um, certain songs that you think are gonna be like, ah, it depends. They could be like yeah. me, you know, and you're yeah. like, what you know and it might be three songs in and all of a sudden they lighten up so you know it, you have to kind of work a show still and be part of a show yep. which is really cool if you can kind of do that after 55 dates 56 you know right. but um i don't know just again seeing people turn up and know those songs especially now people knowing the new stuff again i get a little like 
you know, because it's just, it means so much to me as a songwriter and as, you know, an artist independent now and really, you know, doing all my own projects and funding them and finding homes for them, all these things with my team, of course, but you know, all of that stuff, it's so much more hands-on and it means so much more. So walking to that stage now for me doing that is like a big victory. I think yeah. more than anything, you yeah. know, that we're still 30 years and they're still coming and they're coming from new songs and we're going to rock. I think we're low now. And we have all these different memories and moments yeah. together. That's very cool. What was the hardest part? Like what was the hardest part about being a massive star? People's sincerity, I think is maybe not knowing who's true. You know, I mean, obviously when I became famous, I had girls and friends in school that I was like, you never even talk to me. Don't try it. <laughs> now you want some. You know, yeah. um, boyfriends, a lot of guys are intimidated right out of the bat. You know, a lot of guys were just taking advantage. So you have to like, you know, and business people, all of it. Sure. You have to kind of, you know, uh, gauge that a little bit because people want to know you for other reasons. Yeah. So I think that makes you yeah. a different type of person a little bit, but you've got to also, also want to have friends and, you know, kind of be vulnerable to some yeah. degree, you know? Yeah, and you, and you talked about it too, but you, you stepped away as well. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming that decision had to be pretty tough, even though it was for family and, you know, a child and all that kind of stuff. But was, was that tough for you? Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I stepped away because I didn't want to do the kind of music that people were, not my fans expecting, but I think the industry, you know, the the kind of cut and paste. Oh, well, okay, just do this. And then that'll be fine. We'll sell records. And I was like, well, that's awful. Actually, I don't want to do that. Right. Um, that's terrible music. And right. I'd rather go plant a garden somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't. I didn't right. want to do, you know, and I have done some songs before that I was like, you know, I should have stuck to my guns. I just didn't think that that's when you have to sing those songs night after night and you have to sell them to people yeah. and you have to, you know, have that memory with them and that engagement. If you don't like that song, it's like, yeah, it's true. You know, so I really don't get tired of singing. I think we're low now. People go after all these thousands. I really don't. Um, What's well, authentic, and I, right? It could have right. been. Well, uh, there's one song that I recall recorded called Mr. Mambo that everybody loves. I know everybody loves it. It's just way too happy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was always the girl that never smiled because I had crooked teeth. Um, And so I just, you know, again, there's that rock and roll kind of cool, you know, I wasn't like giddy, giddy, you know. So for me, um, it was just different. I always wanted to be on the download. And this song is not that. It is, you know, hey, Mr. Mambo, strike up. And it's so cheesy. And it's like, oh, but, you know, (laughs) I was 15 and my producer said, record the song. (laughs) And there was always, I mean, I got my own things that I fought for, which he did give me. And, you know, a lot of those are the big vocals. Um, We're now working, reworking some of those songs now and going, visiting some of the early albums. And it's funny because there's some lyrical content on there that I'm like, what am I singing about at 15? Who let me record these things? Because uh, they're really adult songs, but they're great songs. They're, right. they're well written. But yeah, I mean, it's funny because I'm thinking, you know, Johnny's got the inside moves. The inside moves on what? Hold on, you know? <laughs> like, it, it definitely right. alludes to some things. So I'm shocked that people, I wasn't banned in more homes. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. So what? what do you, like, What's your typical day like today or, you know, even in your, obviously today, not let's say pre-COVID or, you know, post-COVID. Yeah. Please, Pre-COVID, like, what do you, COVID yeah. Days are, yeah. Like Groundhog Day someday. Like, I want to go. I got to get on the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually when you're on the, when I've been on the road for a while, so that was kind of, and that would, we were 
that's where we would be right now. Yep. Um, and we're, you know, again, heading out to do some social shows. But so usually you'd wake up and I do all my emails, all the stuff like that. Start a little slow. I usually yeah. meditate, oh, I nice. deep breathe, uh, say a prayer. Now it's all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I usually spend a little me time, even if I don't really make it out of the bed. And um, that's sort of my mind is. That's where yeah. I start to. And I usually do that for about 40 minutes um, and then wake up. And I'm a breakfast girl now. I never was before. Okay. But uh, now I get up and cook breakfast, usually for everybody or whoever's you know around here. Or, you know, we take turns, but for the most part, I like cooking breakfast now, okay. so a little frittata. But again, while I'm cooking breakfast, I'm like thinking about people and things that I have to call. So a lot of business, but I take a warm up time to do yep. that. And then I sit down and work for a little bit. And when we're on the road, it usually be you're checking out of the hotel by 11, 12 okay. o'clock, one o'clock, and then you're driving somewhere and then you get to the venue and then that's yeah. it. From three on, you're on. Okay. There's people around you the whole time until yep. maybe three in the morning. And yeah, so a typical a concert night, you're not done because you're probably, I mean, you're you're wired, right? So it's not like you can just get off stage and go sleep. Oh, yeah. And, no, you want to like hang out. Usually, I mean, sometimes they do the meet and greet. You know, they used to yeah. have it then after. Um, I don't really like it after. So, you know, but you're still, like you said, wired. So, yeah. and then sometimes you're driving to the hotel, you're breaking down. Um, so an artist has to kind of prepare in and that themselves. Obviously, there's time that you'll take and get ready for maybe 45 minutes some people like to do more than that yeah. for me i'm very hands-on and there's always some radio thing or anything so like three to three i know that like i'm not going to have more than maybe 10 15 minutes for myself except for when i'm getting ready ready right. which right. is 45 minutes and then your head's not like you're not like zenning yeah you're, like no, looking you're at like, your lashes or something it. crazy you're obsessing about something else yeah. um you know but i mean it's all that energy that you're conjuring to get so that's not relaxed time so I really do try to do it in the morning before yeah. I get in the game too much, you know, yeah. set the tone a little bit. I never used to do that. I used to just like go, you know, um, but now that little 45 minutes just for me is really important to kind of adjust because I mean, all day long, especially in COVID now, things are changing. Sure. You get a phone call and then they take it back and then you get another one and right. then it's back on. I mean, it's it's crazy. So I just kind of learned to I cook through it, I really yep. have a cocktail or two <laughs> and, uh, you know, chill out right now. And make it happen. That's right. Make it happen. Well, I, got, I got some more questions, but you got, I see some guys that are walking around with the guitars. Are they wanting to play something? Are, I think I think we have some people. Uh-oh. What are we going to, we going to listen to some new stuff, old stuff, both? What are you going to do? Well, I don't know where he went. <laughs> Hold on. Here he is. Oh, there he hey, is. I think we're low now. Do you want to hear Think We're Low? Absolutely. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear that? <clears throat> we could do a little bit of I Think We're Low now. Maybe like a little bit of right. Starting Over. How about that? All right. Perfect. We'll do the new song first. A song called right. Starting Over, which is a great song because, again, we are kind there of all go. starting so we gotta over. Get, we got to get Tom on there. We're starting over every day, aren't we, guys? Yeah. So here we are. Ooh, like a little girl on a stool. Hold on. Come in. All right. This is a song called Starting Over.
crowd is going crazy, even though it's a crowd of one. I'm going to go make more barbecue sauce. Awesome. So we'll do, I think. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tom. I was like, well, I guess it's not I guess I really am alone. Oh. Yeah, I think we're alone now. That's right. Two, four. Yeah. are amazing so awesome, awesome. Thank you, Tom. Thank such you. a god-given talent that you've worked your butt awesome. off for obviously so well it's always fun to, you know, like i said i think we're learning i don't get really tired of singing it isn't that we've amazing it so many different ways 2019 that version that check it out that's more rock and roll so right. go to youtube I mean, and check it out because uh, that one i love that's awesome well uh very very awesome to have you on the show <laughs> what did they say very grateful at least we, yeah, that's what Tom was saying. He's like, well, at least you like singing the song. I'm like, no, I really do. That's good. I, I can't. Good. I mean, we have fun with it. You know, I mean, it's like small crowd, big crowd. You know, it's, it's, it's awkward sometimes because people, of course, want me to sing like at your birthday right. party. And I'm like, well, I don't right. want it. But, you right. know, but it's right. fun and everybody gets into it. So, we, you know, I kind of use it. Well, it's an all-time classic. Yeah, well, thank you. So, well, it's been so awesome being with you. And I think it's funny, you know, whether you're again in the boardroom, you're on the stage, you're a businesswoman. I mean, so many of the things that you're saying, right? Staying in the game, getting up, thinking, uh, breathing, meditating. I mean, all the stuff, right? It's it's so important. And that's really the circuit of success. That's what we talk about, right? Is your attitude, your belief system, your actions, because you don't just wake up and become Tiffany, right? Your actions every single day. So talk through that a little bit if you can. Well, I mean, you know, again, I mean, it's like, what you, what are you creating? I mean, every day it's like, okay, well, I'm known for the mall tour, but that's not all. So right. it's been my goal to kind of let the walls come down, yep. start to peel the onion, be more vulnerable, show those things, nurture those passions. Um, and yet, you know, be mindful that and respectful. I think that, you know, people, the, the common bond is Tiffany. I think we're low now. So I'm not annoyed by that. I just used to work those as different opportunities. So I've learned to talk really fast (laughs) (laughs) and sing really fast. Um, things like that. And always like, you know, always, you know, say great. And my new stuff, you know, because again, people don't always give you that chance, but it is hard. I think as an artist, um, as you're, 
passionate again about new things, new, um, you know, my cooking club, all my like online clothing, all that kind of stuff, because people just want to hone in one thing. But again, as much as you can start throwing out those lifelines, bear best representation, you know, now I'm like cheesy. I wear my own merch. Never thought that would happen. <laughs> but, you know, again, being proud of yourself overall as well, I, mean, I think is really important. You know, there's somebody who's too much in your face and there's somebody who's too modest. I was probably too modest. And as a business person, that doesn't work. Right. You know, as an artist, it might feel right for me because it's like, well, let the music, let the talent. But now, again, in COVID and all these different ways and working a business and a small business, which is what I am technically, you know, a brand, um, I have to be vocal and I have to be right. present and I have to push people and I have to do things that are uncomfortable, you know, because it's like they still get the content from me. And I have to be honest with myself of when things don't feel right or if I don't really want to do something. And the time, a lot of artists don't know this, I can say as musical artists, we kind of like love the, the passion of, you know, music and creating and being on the road. But as a manager, the time that's behind the scenes and all of that kind of stuff, it takes a lot. So my partners, I love and they help me along the way. But again, still the content in my life is the brand. So I have to be really present to say, yeah, I want to do this because you can't change your mind five minutes later. It's that's just right. like everybody's work just goes out the window. So I've always watched artists do that have what I call temper tantrums and then everything mm. goes falling down and they're like, well, they said they wanted to do this. And I don't think, I think that's because they don't have the business mind to see they're just in the creative and right. that comes and goes. We, you know, creatives, we're feeling fuzzy one day and then we're like, oh, I don't know, I don't have it today. So it's just, that's a turmoil musician thing. But as a business person, you have to stay the course. Right. And, and you got to um, do it even when you don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, if that's the next thing I was going to say, even if when you've committed and you're like, I don't feel good or this didn't, you know, I mean, I've had some things that seemed really great prior to certain things. And then, you know, other things came to be and it was like, eh, I'm really shooting myself in the foot here. It's not great money. It's kind of a pain in the butt but you don't burn bridges That's and right. you have to keep making it work. Even if you have to adjust it or go back and whatever you can do. But, you know, I mean, as again, some, as a manager, for me, a lot of times it was track stuff. And there's been things that have come along the way that are big or charity work that I want to be involved still, but they don't have the money for the band. Um, you know, but I want to make that stick. I'm a live artist with the band. So it's like, right. you know, you just kind of, kind of move around the board a little bit and hope it's all going to work out. But I think most importantly, you do what's in your heart. I love it. Well, so where can our listeners find more of you? I know you said, what, TiffanyTunes.com? TiffanyTunes.com, all things Tiff World. That'll take you to the food club, the, the, you know, the clothing store, yep. the new merch, the crazy merch stuff, um, and definitely where we're doing social distance concerts, yep. which are starting to float around a little bit. But we also do a lot of live stream concerts. So stay part of that. Um, old school songs are being reworked, new stuff, guests, yeah. celebrity people. So I'm excited to kind of, again, branch out and just you know thinking outside the box and what kind of friends I have that I can be doing stuff from a location you know right. from Nashville on to I live in New Orleans in New Orleans as well I have a place there so okay. eventually we'll be doing some NOLA stuff while That's I'm right. excited because I know it's going to push me as an artist so last question what are you most excited about once they you know kind of reopen our world and you can go give a hug to somebody do whatever you want what are you most excited about well playing live music you know, yeah. being able to tour freely, um, going over to other countries as well, 
because I just started flying again okay. and I don't need this. <laughs> this will take me back. You know, I don't need to get in my head. Right. I was doing so well, but that's again, just getting on the horse, you know, keep doing it. That felt natural to me now, even though I still had some anxiety and I don't like to fly in bad weather or anything like that. But I was excited to be engaging with people again, seeing other countries yeah. that I missed out for 10 years of my life. Um, so I want that back yep. definitely Amen when it's that. safe and everybody can and you know, kind of resume that. Maybe you can be my therapist and get me over not flying for six years. So that's a whole other podcast. About that. See, that's not okay. I did it's it. It's not. Then. Yeah. I'm flying on a golf trip, I really think, short, in October. I live like really short, not short, but small. Yeah. And, um, and I did. I really missed all my friends in different parts of the world and the yeah. food. Again, the foodie in me has to yeah. go there. I have to learn all these things now. Um, but again, my music, you know, I really want to see – People know the new Tiffany, the new stuff, hear it. And now that I've been doing stuff in the UK, I'm getting great reviews and people want to take it to other parts of the world. So That's I don't want to awesome. let people down. I want to have that, you know, that again, that moment. I'm lucky to have that moment yep. with them. I love it. Well, Tiffany, thanks so much for being with us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. And uh, tell Tom thanks. Or if he can hear me, thank you, Tom, for setting us up. Awesome. And uh, thank you. hopefully see you guys soon. Yep, we will for sure. See you soon, man. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.